0: Hey waffle gang! I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, before we do get into the story, I just want to mention that in the original story, the OP just used initials for names, and there was like four names, I think. And my head can't deal with that, so I've replaced them with actual names. So. If you read it and you're like, that's not what I read, then that's just so you know. Anyway, let's crack on with it. This story is from throwaway sister's eye and says my 28 female, fiance 29 male, wants me to put his family before mine, even at the expense of my family's health. Throw away as my work friends are on my main and they don't know this is going on. Also obligatory that this is on mobile, so spelling and grammar will be poo. (laughs) This is a long one, but I'll try and keep it as short as possible. I, 28 female, got engaged to my partner of seven years, R, which i call Robert, 29 male, in May. Both sides of our family were really happy about this and we had a big family meal two weeks after getting engaged. His brother lives 250 miles away and couldn't get here for that meal. So we decided to have a meal just for his family in late June, when his brother would be back for the weekend. This weekend was arranged long before we got engaged, so he wasn't back just for the meal. Earlier this year, my sister Kay, who I call Kayla, 32 female, got a serious eye infection that very quickly turned into an ulcer, which scarred her cornea and left it at a high risk of perforation. She needed a corneal graft, but her surgeon was away for four weeks, so she was going to have to wait until he got back to have it. However, Her eye didn't hold and it perforated the day I was supposed to be going to the family meal with Robert's brother. Kayla's wife was at work and had her phone turned off and our mum was away with our stepdad. When Kayla called me to let me know what was happening I knew she wouldn't be at the hospital on her own. I immediately talked to my boss and he let me go early so Kayla wasn't on her own. I text Robert to let him know what was going on and he texts me back to send Kayla his love and to remind me about the meal that night. I ignored the comment about the meal as it was the last thing on my mind once i got to the hospital i was taken back into a room where kayla was to be greeted by three doctors and two nurses rushing around trying to help kayla i was then informed that she needed to have an emergency operation to have her eye glued or else she would lose it the problem was they didn't have a surgeon at that hospital that could do it and she needed to go to another hospital about an hour and a half away they asked if she would need transportation or if i could take her i said i would take her once we got to the other hospital we were told that she'd be having the operation at about 5 30 pm i knew that i wouldn't make the dinner and text robert to let him know he flipped out and basically told me to leave kayla at the hospital and have a wife pick her up when the operation was done at this point i still hadn't been able to get hold of kayla's wife I told him that wasn't going to happen and that he was out of order to even ask me to do that. I then texted his mum and told her what was going on. She was really supportive and told me to stay with Kayla and let her know how the operation goes. A dinner can be rescheduled. Kayla's health can't. I also spoke with his brother who was equally as understanding. I stayed with Kayla. Her operation was a success and I got her back home about 9pm. A wife had ordered some Chinese and offered me some which I happily accepted as I hadn't eaten since lunch. With that, I didn't get home till about 11pm and Robert was already asleep. Robert was very short with me for days after and we ended up having a huge fight where he told me that I should have put his brother and family before Kayla. He said he was embarrassed going to the meal without me. I responded that I was embarrassed he thought I would put a meal before my sister's health. This led to another week of awkwardness between us before we finally sat down and we sorted it out. Or so I thought. Eight weeks ago, Kayla got her graft and so far everything is going really well with it. On Saturday, his brother was here so we went out for dinner with his family. His family were all asking about how Kayla was doing and I showed them a picture of the stitches in her eye. I thought that everything had gone really well until we got home. he got really angry saying that i shouldn't have brought up kayla's health issues and i shouldn't have shown them the picture i argued that they asked about her and asked to see the picture it ended up with him telling me that i needed to put him and his family before kayla or else we weren't going to work his family will come before mine once we are married so i should get used to it i went upstairs and packed the bag i'm now at my mum's house and he's been bombarding me with texts and calls since i left i do love him but I will never put his family above my own family's health. I feel like he's expecting me to spend every holiday with his family and put their wants above my family's needs, which won't happen. I'm very close to my sister and my mum. That's not going to change. So I don't really know how to move forward or if I even want to. Has anyone experienced anything like this before? If so, how did you deal with it? Now, I'm really curious as to what, the guy's mum will say about this because when op initially texted her the first time around she was like totally understanding and saying you know dinner can be rescheduled kayla's health can't which is absolutely the right response to that you know he should be supportive towards us saying, you know how can i help you is there anything i can do at this moment to help you and your family get through it but the fact that he gave you an ultimatum saying you know you have to prioritize my family or we're not going to work you know He's made that choice himself. You know what you need to do here. It's as simple as that for me. If someone came up to me and told me that I need to prioritize, you know, their side when my family's having a medical emergency, just shows me where their priorities lie. I find it interesting, though, that you said that you've been together for seven years. Has this behavior not come up before? Which I'm hoping we find a bit more information about. But Brief Horror says you did exactly what you should do. I'm revolted by his behavior. You should call his mother and tell her what he said and why you're cancelling the wedding. Lost deposit costs are less than what divorce costs. OP responds that and says, we haven't booked anything yet for the wedding, so that isn't an issue. An issue would be a pain would be the house, as it's in my name. But with him living there for so long, I may have to pay him off. I'm not 100% sure how that would work though. Mustang says, if a spouse can't understand the emergencies come up, it will be a hard marriage. Parents get old and need help. Brothers and sisters get sick and worse. It sounds ridiculous and what you need to find out. Is he mad on his own or is it cause his family is mad at him which is even worse. Opie says his family are amazing and they have no issue with me missing their dinner and I've been supportive through all of this. His mum even dropped off a shepherd's pie to my sister and her wife the week after she had a graft to help out a little bit. It was just him. His mum and brother are furious with him right now because of his attitude. Another commenter, his impending boldness, replies to OP saying I don't know how to move forward with it. And the commenter says, you don't. You let him know this is a showstopper. Tell him to go argue with his mother about it. If she doesn't change his mind, it's over. Can you keep his family and dump him? They sound like nice, caring people, to which OP says, I wish I could. His mom is honestly one of the best people I've ever met. She did warn me in the beginning that Robert is like his dad, who I've never met. But I hadn't seen that until this happened. And I think I knew what I needed to do before I came here. But it's hard throwing seven years of my life away. And I'll read the comment below that one because I think it's a good response to when people think that they're throwing their life away. And Lightly Candle says, you aren't throwing seven years away. Those years are significant and full of good memories. You learned and grew as a person. And after some time you'll be able to look back at the relationship in its entirety and you will see it very differently. And one more comment from a deleted user who says, His mother and brother warned you that Robert was not a good man in the very beginning. When a man's own mother and brother, usually the most important people in a man's life, warns you not to pursue a relationship with him, there is a good damn reason. His mother and brother sound like amazing people. It's too bad that you chose the wrong brother. The brother who takes after the man who abandoned his wife and two sons. His own family doesn't even want you to put them above your own family. I think that's what Robert meant when it comes to family is him. Hell, his own family cares more about you and your family than he does. You know a man is truly horrible when his own mother and brother will not back him up. So Opie does edit their post and says thank you so much for everyone that commented. I replied to as many as I could but I read all of them. Warning, this is going to be longer than the original post. A lot has happened. and Opie added the TLDR and moved on to for those that wanted a longer version. Once I decided to end things with him, I knew that the main issue would be getting him out of my house. I owned the house outright. My grandma died five years ago and left her house to my mum, who sold it and split the money between me and my sister. I then bought my house with that money about a year after she died. I got in touch with my stepdad's friend, who was a landlord the day after I wrote my original post, who then put me in touch with his solicitor. He didn't have time to see me in person that day, but we did have a phone call where he gave me my options. In the UK, we have something called a Section 8 notice. This is a 14-day eviction notice and the solicitor said this would be the quickest way to get him out. However, he could try and contest it if he wanted to, which would lead to court dates and could take months. I asked him to drop the notice and date it for Friday, the next day. I'd already made the decision to end things with him after work on Friday so that he could have the weekend to sort through his emotions before work on Monday. On Friday morning, I text Robert and asked him to meet with me at our local pub after work. He quickly agreed. Not only is the pub a public place, but my stepdad and a few of his work friends go in there every Friday after work for a few pints, so I knew he would be there to step in if I needed him. Thank you for suggesting this, Redditors. I also picked up the eviction notice on my lunch break, so I was ready to give it to him. cost about 250 but was worth it. When I got to the pub, Robert was already there and my stepdad stood at the bar with his workmates. I sat down with Robert and got straight to the point. I told him that it was over. I couldn't be with someone who didn't give me support when I was going through one of the most scariest moments of my life and expected me to drop my family for his. It didn't matter what excuses he could come up with. I wasn't interested. I'd made up my mind and we were done. He stared at me in shock for what felt like an hour, but was probably only a minute or so. He then started saying that I couldn't be serious. We've been together for seven years and I was throwing it all away. I could never find another guy like him. I responded to the last comment with, I don't want a guy like you. That's why I'm ending it. I need someone who will support me when times get tough. I'll get annoyed that the world isn't bowing down to what he wants. I then handed him an envelope with the eviction notice in and my engagement ring. I told him I was giving him a few weeks to find a place and be out of my house. Then I stood up and walked over to my stepdad who'd bought me a much needed drink and stayed with him until my ex left, still looking in shock. I knew he wouldn't approach me while I was with my stepdad as he's always been a little scared of him. This is obviously a very condensed version of what happened. Once I got to my mum's house, I had a one single text from him saying he wasn't moving out and was going to contest the eviction until I'd come to my senses and got back with him. We are not over was how he ended the text. I just turned my phone off and decided to deal with the legal side of things on Monday. There was nothing else I could do. Saturday morning I woke up and turned my phone back on and had another text from him saying that he would move out if I paid him £10,000 as that's what he'd paid towards the bills whilst he had lived at the house. He paid for half the electric, gas, Wi-Fi and Sky Package. Note, the Sky Package is only as expensive as it is because he had to have every sports channel known to man. So his half literally just paid for the sports channels. I'd already asked the solicitor about this though and he had assured me that I didn't owe him any money as he hadn't contributed to a mortgage or any renovations of the house. It was just general expenses. He also knew that I don't have 10,000 pounds just lying around. Let's just say I was irritated by this and decided to ring his mum to see if she could talk some sense into him. I call his mum S who will call Sandra to make it easier. She was appalled by what I told her and said she would speak to him. She called me back an hour later and asked me to meet at her house. Robert was on an away day to watch his football team play and wouldn't be back until about 10pm, so I knew he wasn't there. I met her at the house with Kayla and Sandra said that Robert's brother was on his way back home and they would have Robert out by the following afternoon. She hadn't even spoken to Robert, just his brother, but she promised that he would be out. Sandra then asked to walk her through the house, showing her exactly what was his and what wasn't, so he didn't take anything that didn't belong to him. The next morning, I got a text from Robert calling me all names under the sun for getting his mum and brother involved. I blocked him and a couple of hours later, Sandra texted me to let me know he was out and staying with her. I thanked her and she told me that she would like to stay in contact and I happily agreed to this. I went back to my house after work on Monday. Changed the alarm code and my stepdad changed all the locks for me. My stepdad is also arranging for a friend to install cameras around the outside of the house. This will be done over the weekend. Sandra rang me on Tuesday asking if we could meet up and she had some things she wanted me to know. So we met for lunch that day. It was at this time she told me her ex was a controlling asshole who was incredibly selfish and the selfishness what she had seen in Robert for so long. That's why she had commented on him being like his father but she had hoped that was the extent of Robert's attitude and he hadn't picked up on his dad's controlling behavior, which to be fair, he hadn't up until this whole episode. She had left Robert's dad after he had punched Robert's brother in the face when he was 14 and Robert was 10. He'd never laid a hand on her or their sons before, but one time was enough and she left with the boys. To her knowledge, her ex had never reached out to speak to Robert or his brother and they hadn't spoken to their father in years. I didn't know any of this. All they'd been told was their dad wasn't in the picture and hadn't been for a long time. But Sandra had thought I knew and that's why she hadn't told me before. However, she had found out on Sunday night that Robert was back in contact with his father and had been for the past year. His dad had been putting lots of thoughts into Robert's head about how he is the man of the house and his family is all that matters. This had fed into Robert's selfish tendencies and had amplified them tenfold. Sandra said that she had told him to find somewhere else to stay ASAP and she couldn't even look him in the face. Then Robert and his brother had a huge argument that ended with his brother telling him that as long as Robert is in touch with their dad, he will have zero contact with him. Even going so far as to tell him to spend Christmas with their dad because Sandra is going to his house and Robert isn't welcome. When Sandra took Robert's brother's side in all this, Robert flew into a rage and said he would move in with his dad. He then left the house, but came back a couple of hours later looking like he'd been crying. Turns out that his dad doesn't want him living with him and basically said he could be on the street for all he cares. He's not putting a roof over a grown man's head. Sandra thinks that Robert is now starting to realize everything he has lost due to him listening to his dad and has seen his dad's true colors. Sandra is incredibly disappointed in him, but he's her son so she is trying to be there for him as best as she can. However, she still wants him out as she doesn't trust him anymore. His brother still won't have anything to do with him, He's also told him to stay the hell away from me as I don't need to be brought into this and he has promised her that he will. Only time will tell if that's true, but I do have him blocked on everything. If he turns up to the house, I will just call the police to get rid of him. There's more that Sandra told me about what had been going on behind my back. The more Sandra told me about what has been going on behind my back, the more resolute I've become about wanting nothing to do with him. I never want to see him again. if I can help it. So all in all, Robert's life is a shit show but as long as he stays away from me, then I don't care. I've been spending a lot of time with my sister and her wife as well, and my mom and stepdad, which has been great. I've never really been close to my stepdad, but this has brought us a lot closer together, which has been a one huge positive out of all of this. I'm not exactly happy right now, but I get there. There's still a lot of feelings that I need to unpack, and it will take time to move forward from this whole situation. I don't think I'll be dating for a while. I need to really get over all of this and don't want to dump this on anyone else right now. For all those asking how Kay is doing, she's doing great. Had a hospital appointment on Monday and her consultant said, her is healing. In his words, marvelously. So that's a relief. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me. I hope there won't be any need to update this again. So this should be my final update. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Flushcare.com slash weight loss. So then Opie moved on to the Am I the Asshole subreddit with a question saying, Am I the Asshole for telling my ex that it's not my fault that he's homeless? And Opie says, So I28female posted on a relationship advice about my now ex, 29 male. The post and update is in my profile, but basically my ex wanted me to put his family before mine, even at the cost of my sister's health. Ended up breaking up with him over it, and he was forced to move in with his mum, who then found out he'd been in touch with his abusive dad, who was twisting his view on how a relationship should work. Last I heard was that his mum was kicking him out, as she would not have anyone in her house that was in contact with her ex, and that he had tried to go live with his dad, but his dad had refused. There was completely no contact with him, so his mum was the one who told me this. I called my ex Robert and my ex's mum Sandra to make things easier. I hadn't heard from Robert in weeks, but yesterday he showed up at my house. Had the chain on my door, so opened it with it still attached. No way would I let him in. He basically told me that he had nowhere to live. His mum isn't speaking to him, and his dad won't put a roof over a grown man's head. His words, not mine. He asked if I'd take him back, or at least let him live with me. No way in hell would I get back with him. Getting him out the first time only went easy because his mum stepped in to help. He had threatened to take me to court knowing that if he did, it could take months to get him out and then he would only move if I gave him £10,000. I contacted his mum who was furious about that and she turned up with his brother and forced him out. I told him there was zero possibility of him ever living with me again and that we were 100% over. He started shouting at me and calling me all sorts of names so I threatened to call the police if he didn't leave and shut the door. Have cameras all over my house so i got everything he did and said on camera and i've saved it to a usb just in case he then went crying to all of our mutual friends and then managed to get back to his mum she called me and asked what happened and i told her and then she then informed me that she had put her house up for sale and was moving 300 miles away to be nearer to her other son her and robert had a huge argument about this and she finally kicked him out since then he's been couch surfing but with christmas coming up His friends aren't happy with having him on their couches when they have kids and are meant to be enjoying the festive season. He's been kicked out of three friends' houses in 10 days. She told me I was right to refuse him, but I've since had other friends saying that they feel sorry for him. And can't I just let him stay in my spare room until he's back on his feet? I then asked them to put him up. But they said they would, but don't have room. And if they had a spare room like me, they would let him stay. Of course they would, yeah, right? My family and his are on my side, but I'm starting to doubt myself with what a couple of my friends have said. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Edit. Now just a quick edit as I'm going to bed. I've just spoken with the wife of one of Robert's friends and she's asked to meet me on my lunch break tomorrow. Apparently Robert stayed with them for two nights before she kicked him out and there's more going on what I know of. She's going to tell me the full story tomorrow, but told me that I shouldn't let him anywhere near me and that he's staying in a BNB. So he does at least have a roof over his head right now. I try to update after I've spoken to her. So the top comment on that which OP replies to saying, I think it's telling that nobody in his family wants to deal with him. That's a pretty good sign you shouldn't either. Not the asshole. OP says he was really close to his family until a few months ago. His dad was abusive to his mum and brother, so they refused to have anything to do with him or anything that's in contact with him. Since they found out that Robert is back in contact with him, they've basically shut him out. I get the feeling that he's starting to turn into his dad, and that's something his family refused to have around them. His brother has gone full no contact with him. It's Robert's own fault at the end of the day, so I have very little sympathy for him in that regard. Chemical Scarcity says, Not the asshole. You were lucky you got out when you did. File for a restraining order. Not sure if it's called the same in the UK. As soon as possible. OP says, restraining orders here are ridiculously hard to get. There usually has to be violence involved for one to be issued. I'm going to make sure I log everything from now on though. But OP's final update comes in and says, So I posted yesterday about my ex turning up at my house, wanting for me to let him move back in with me. I said no, but a couple of friends thought I should let him and that messed with my head. Robert is also my ex. A few people told me to change my lock, etc. I did that and changed my alarm code as well as my stepdad got his friend to put up four cameras around my house. I'm also going to start shutting the gate so that no one can walk up to the house without ringing the bell there first. I put in an edit that I was going to be meeting one of Robert's friend's wives for lunch today and I have to say that it was informative for sure. I'll call her N, which we will call Natalie, 30 female and her husband Z, which we will call Zach, 29 male. So I went to meet her on my lunch break at a cafe near my work. There's a place a lot of my co-workers and I go to and I know the staff there as well. A few redditors thought that she might bring Robert with her so I wanted it to be somewhere I feel comfortable and have backup if needed. Turns out I didn't need to bother about that. When I got to the cafe Natalie was there on her own. I grabbed some lunch and a drink and sat with her. We went through the usual small talk before she started telling me what had been going on. Robert had rang Zach on Thursday morning saying he had nowhere to go and could he stay with them for a few days. Zach spoke to Natalie and they agreed he could stay in their guest room. Robert went to their house after work and they had a long talk where Robert told them he has a flat lined up but he can't move in till January. Zach and Natalie agreed to let him live with them until January as long as he followed some basic rules and paid for his own food. The rules were things like no bringing women back there, if he went out drinking he had to be quiet when he got back so he didn't wake their daughter who's six he agreed to all this and paid for a chinese for them all that night the next day after work robert went to meet his dad in the pub for a few pints when zach and natalie went to bed robert still wasn't home they were woken up about two in the morning by robert arguing with a woman apparently robert had met this woman in a bar took her back to zach and natalie's house got his pleasure and then told her to get dressed and fuck off once he was done. She'd gotten angry, which started an argument where Robert was saying some horrific shit to her. Natalie took the woman downstairs and got her a taxi while Zach stayed upstairs arguing with Robert. Once Natalie had gotten rid of the woman, she went back upstairs and tried to calm Zach and Robert down. At this point, Robert decided to take out his frustrations on Natalie, calling her a bitch and telling her to do something useful and make him a sandwich before bursting out laughing like he made the funniest joke ever. This made Zack lose it and pinned R to the wall by his throat. Side note, Robert isn't a fighter at all, where Zack was an amateur boxer in his youth and can handle himself well. Natalie managed to get Zack to let him go and Robert was shoved into the guest room and told to sleep off his alcohol. It's a miracle that Natalie's daughter didn't wake up during this. The next morning, Natalie got their daughter ready and went to her mum's after telling Zack to get Robert out of their house. Zach agreed and after N left he woke Robert up and told him to pack his shit and leave. Robert tried to apologize and begged to stay but Zach was having none of it and kicked him out. Going off the timing I think he left there and came straight to my house. On Sunday Zach texted Robert to meet up so they could speak and they met in a pub. Zach has been friends with Robert since they were 11 and has never seen him act like he has been doing so he wanted to find out what was really going on he managed to find out the truth out of Robert. Basically, Robert has been in contact with his dad for a lot longer than he told us. By this point, it's over two years. His dad is a raging misogynist that believes a woman's place is in the kitchen and bedroom. A man's place is to rule the house and be waited on hand and foot, as well as deciding who can and can't be in their lives. He's been dripping this poison into Robert's ear and it's really taken a hold of him. Zach told Natalie that he doesn't recognize Robert anymore. Robert wants to start living his life the way his father told him he should. When Zach pointed out that Robert's dad is 62, living in a shitty one-bedroom flat, not having a real relationship since Robert's mum left him, has no friends, his family doesn't speak to him, and that he's the type of guy who when he walks into the pub, people finish their pints so they can leave and get away from him, Robert was furious. He told Zach that his dad is just misunderstood. Zach responded that people understood his dad, and that's why they stayed away from him. He's toxic. This pretty much ended their conversation and robert left zach did find out that robert does have a flat lined up for january so that was true and he's found a BB he can stay in till the flat is ready at a minimal cost zach and natalie have decided to go no contact with robert as they don't need that toxicity around them but especially not around their daughter a few redditors has said it sounded like robert was on drugs i so asked natalie what she thought and she doesn't think so but can't be sure She and Zach think that Robert is just so far under his dad's thumb now that he's completely changed as a person. He believes that everything his dad says is gospel. She did let me know that Robert has a burner Instagram account that he is using to check on my Instagram and I immediately made my account private. He had said something about seeing me waste money on a stupid amount of Christmas presents but I couldn't help him out to Zach on Sunday. I've been to a Christmas market on Saturday afternoon and posted pics on Instagram. All of this just made my resolve stronger that he will not be getting anywhere near my house again. It also made me realize that I don't have any feelings for him anymore other than frustration at how he's been acting and some sadness at how far he's fallen from the man I once knew. I thought that hearing he had another woman in his bed would annoy me, but there was just nothing. I couldn't have cared less. I thanked Natalie for the info and we agreed to keep in touch we won't be as close as we were when i was with robert but it feels good to have someone who knows the entire situation and has seen robert's behavior with his own eyes there were also some redditors that told me to ditch my friends that told me to let him stay with me unfortunately i can't ditch them completely as they're part of the friend group and that would just cause unnecessary drama but i will be keeping my distance from them and only talking to them when part of the group I'm currently at my sister's and we're going to watch a Christmas film to get us in the mood to decorate all our houses this weekend. So we'll be on and off for the next few hours if anyone has any questions. Thanks for the votes and giving me some perspective. Reddit isn't all that bad. (laughs) And the top comment on this one to which OP responds to again saying, The misogyny and abuse probably runs in Robert's family. I wonder if on some level, the son adopts the ways of the father to be accepted and loved. Robert's father is probably not capable of love, so if the son acts horribly and is given praise for it, he might misinterpret it as love and finally figures he's getting his father's approval. Just a theory. Who knows what actually goes on in these sick families. Sad. Opie said, I was talking about this with my sister before. She said that she thinks he's behaving like he is to get some sort of validation from his dad. I knew that he missed having a dad growing up as we had talked about our shared experience of that. So you are probably right in this regard i just know that one day he will wake up and realize everything he's lost of his and his dad's actions i also don't think it helps that he wasn't abused by his dad his mum and elder brother protected him from it so his memories of his dad from his younger years are largely positive breaking all your positive relationships around you i'm talking about the fiance here Breaking off the relationship with your mom and brother who sound like decent people. With your potential future wife as well. For this father who turned you away when when you were at your lowest moment. Says it all really doesn't it. And OP's just totally right of cutting themselves off out of that situation. No contact. Looking after yourself with cameras. Changing of locks. We have seen some scary situations about people turning up at your door and all this kind of thing especially seeing as like he's stalking your social media as well by the sounds of it. And of course, I'm not excusing any kind of behavior. He's an asshole, Robert, as far as I'm concerned. But I hope he does realize that, you know, being in touch with his father is not good for him because otherwise the alternative to that is having this Robert guy still wandering around being an absolute asshole to people, which no one wants. I remember when I was younger and we had, I can remember this family whose dad was an absolute piece of shit the 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 young guy was like uh, about four or five years younger than us and you know you could see he was troubled when we was younger we there was rumors of him setting fire to communal bins and all this sort of stuff getting himself into trouble at school and his dad was known to be absolute trouble as well you know stealing from people around where we lived vandalism getting his son to steal from shops because you know the son couldn't be arrested But this young lad absolutely idolized his dad. There was rumors of him doing something horrific to his father for some inheritance. But again, this was rumors. Police investigated all this kind of thing. But just like looking back on it and and, and thinking back then, I, I could always remember thinking like even when I was young about how his life must be, you know, having that kind of role model in your life, especially when he does idolize him as well. But anyway... Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for joining me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.